Sergeant and Mr. Smith, you're gonna love this house. Bunk beds in a closet? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. I love driving with Uber because I have access to 24-7 live support. As a female driver, I need to feel protected. Uber has my back for sure. Uber, earn like a boss. Sign up to earn today at uber.com slash boss. Forever. Big Bang to the new Thanos? He is, if they do it right. He's the What? New, yeah, he's like the new dude. My man got a just, he just got a 10-year contract. <laughs> Honestly, he, he, yeah. Just, <laughs> he plays, he's playing Kang. So, man, I mean. I'm done. This is my last entertainment thing I'm ever going to do. This episode of the podcast. <laughs> you say this all the time. I mean, we could talk no, about that. No, it's true now, though. <laughs> now it's true. I said it before, but now I'm saying it for real. No, man, listen, it's dope. To me, it's like. You know, you got Yara as Tinkerbell, which is cool. You got out as hot as this Hawkman, which also Hawkman should always have been a black person because it's dealing with Egyptian gods. So why, why was that not a black person in the first place? Um, and you got Jonathan Majors as like um, um, Kang the Conqueror. Also, these black people had to be great to get these parts. So, you know, it wasn't like mm-hmm. it wasn't like when they cast. Um, and this is no shade. I love Chris Hemsworth. I know he was like yeah, a I was big just about dude. To say who have they cast that? But then Chris but, Hemsworth was definitely. But, I mean, like again, like no, I'm, don't get me wrong. It's like for sure. I know he definitely worked in Australia, but you know, he got a whole Marvel movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like what? I mean, even Chris Evans to an extent. Like he definitely was making movies, but he definitely had a lot of bombs. And they're like, all right, we're gonna give it give Captain America to well, you. If you're talking about bombs, I mean, what's his name had bombs too. Um... <laughs> What's his name? Who? Why can't I think of his name? Robert Downey? <laughs> no. Um, uh, Falcon. Oh, Anthony Mackie? Yeah, Anthony Mackie. He had plenty of bombs. Yeah, but Anthony Mackie ain't the lead. Anthony Mackie, a sidekick. Man. <laughs> what? He a sidekick? Like, the sidekick can do whatever. Right, like, he ain't right. the lead. <laughs> he ain't the lead, dude. But it's just funny because I'm like, now I'm just looking, I'm loving all these black people getting nominated, but I'm also like, I mean, not getting nominated, getting all these dope parts, but it's also these are black people who have like definitely been around for a while, have been considered really, really right. good. These aren't like the they've been in the industry, yeah. making an impact, making waves. Wow. Honestly, don't honestly. Okay. No, no, no. Okay, I get it because that fit, that fits the conversation. He, he, you know, I thought we were going to continue about how the black people are like, you know, making. Yeah, no, we can continue. No, no, I don't. Yeah, no. no, I was just saying we're we. These are the black people who are doing their thing. They're they're putting their stamp on. They're making yeah. waves. Honestly, it fits, James. I'm sorry, it fits. It it, it it does. It does fit. You're right. But it doesn't excite me. You know what I mean? It's like it works, but it yeah, doesn't excite you know you? what really excites me. You know what really excites me? <laughs> Tidal waves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's like, he's like, all right, I can figure out how he's gonna put waves in there. Riding waves. All right, okay. All right, all right. And I think it's time to start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Men can jump. Right now. 
Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Is Tyler's girlfriend in that? Ambulance? Oh no! Oh no! Stop Tyler, it! Was Tyler here? Stop! Where's Stop. Ty? Where's Tyler? Stop! Okay, I can't. I can't. I can't. Yo, this movie is That's so your bad. Where's, where's Tyler? Is, yeah. Ty, is Tyler? I don't like your impression. Yo, I don't like it. Is Tyler's? Yeah. Is Tyler's girlfriend? In- the thing is, I love. Listen, I you love sound like him, but Sterling. that sounds like a slave. But I also sound like we're watching a slave movie. I was like, this. People are so confused. Sterling got that voice. Everything he's saying is, I was, is she in there? Like, <laughs> you feel the spirit flowing through him with every line. You're putting a little bit of a, some little no, accent he, on it. That does not work. He's a Tyler's. <laughs> no, he ain't saying no. It's a, he didn't say it's a Tyler. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, okay. Try. Okay. Uh, you didn't say quarantine today, but we're still in it. Listen, man. I was going. Oh yeah, say I it. jumped straight to it. I'm sorry. I, no, no. I was. I said Hollywood City. I was going to say quarantine city, but I realized that a lot of people I know are not quarantined. <laughs> so I, I don't know the state of the world. I know no, I Hollywood is out. back, baby. Hollywood <laughs> is open. <laughs> like productions that's, that's are true. in. Productions are in. But I, not even that. I got friends who legit, if I go on IG, I had to unfollow because they just posting stuff from house parties and like just <laughs> mad, just niggas in a house. I'm like, yo, how does this work? <laughs> How y'all just out here? I got to know this person just got off the plane. I saw the IG story of them flying. Not <laughs> in your house. just got off the plane. Like, I know this isn't right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, no. But that's, I wish this was a bit. I wish this, this is, this is like real. No, because, no, you know, because in America, there is no coronavirus. That's <laughs> <Well, it's> true. <laughs> we got to be honest. There yeah, is man. no coronavirus. All these cases are fake. That's Don't wear test- a mask. No, <laughs> test- that's what we test the most. So that's the reason why we got the most cases. Not, you know, we test more than every other Yeah, because so. it's like, if you test, then you're going to find out that somebody has it. So exactly. Just stop. Te- like, so we, like we, gotta- we test it too much. Exactly. You know? So we shouldn't so, test. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. I'm at a house party right now. Y'all, they can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> the people listening can't see me, but I'm at a house party right now. It's mad people up in here. Oh, yeah. With so much drama oh, in the boy. LBC, it's kind of hard being Snoop D.O. Double D. Oh, okay. That's just well, what I think of whenever right. I think of John, let's go back <laughs> yeah. to the podcast. Uh, for those who are listening for the first time and say, what is this? <laughs> and somehow still are listening. Uh, this is a film review podcast. We review films of leading black actors. Yeah. Talk about them in the context of race oh, yeah. and diversity in Woo. Hollywood. Hollywood City. <laughs> and... Today we are reviewing the film Waves. It came out in 2019, baby. 2019. I honestly, it feels like this movie came out like three years ago and it just came out <laughs> late last year. Dude. That's because of how slow time has moved. Um uh yes, it stars um <clears throat> former guest yes. of the podcast. Yes. Kelvin yes. Harrison Jr. Uh, yes. As well as uh, Lucas Hedges, T- Taylor Russell, uh, and Sterling Kane Brown. Um, and what else is there to say about this movie? Uh, 
in the box office. It only cost, actually, it doesn't say how much this movie cost to make. It only made $2.5 million worldwide. I feel like it must have cost more than that to make. <laughs> Do we know how yeah. much this? No, I don't. It's so funny. It, yeah, there's no, there's no, uh, yeah, it, it's not anywhere. Yeah, they don't so need, nobody needs to know. <laughs> What's this girl? Like, Alexis. look, we made 2.5. We good. All right. <laughs> don't <laughs> get your hand out of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis Dumay. It was definitely a movie that was like submitted for, um, like you know Oscar awards, but it it uh, I don't think it was nominated f- for anything. No, I mean it, it has mad by the cat. Yeah, by the Academy. Like, no, by the Academy. Like a lot of independent. Like uh, there's got it's got a bunch of black real o- o- awards nominations. Uh, Hollywood Critics Association. Uh, uh, yeah, those are the two biggest. I ones. think Kelvin won. Oh, he was nominated for like um a British um crap. He got some nomination out of this. Um, but it's funny because even talking about this movie, and I know Bray's going int- to like break down the plot. It's just, it's funny because I feel like on this podcast, we always at some point go, yeah, man, we just need a movie about a black dad just trying to keep his life, just trying to keep his family together. Like, that's just a crux. And like, that is kind of what this movie's about. And the fact that no one really spoke about this movie in a way, I just really want to talk about. Because watching this movie, I'm like, this is the movie that if this is a white cast, Timothy Yo, Chalamet. If this, had, would, if this was a white cast, it would have gotten every Oscar. If this would have gotten was every Chalamet, Oscar, all of the actors would have would be would be Oscar winning actors. <laughs> I I. <sighs> all right, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Hope Bray, you want to tell us what it's about? I mean, Lu- Lucas Hedges is the poor man's Timothy Chalamet. He was he's he's in those movies too. That's true. But my thing he, is, yeah, but he, they were like he we'll wasn't get, Kelvin's character. And, yeah, and they were like, we'll get we'll get Lucas on something else. Like he'll get his. <laughs> like yeah. we'll, we don't got to give it to him for this because he's doing because he he's also, doing uh, Honey, Honey Boy. Boy. <laughs> Same year as Honey Boy. He's he's doing Honey Boy. We can talk about him in Honey Boy. Like yeah. it's even though Honey Boy. Did he get nominated for that? I don't think so. He oh, didn't, she, but he was up for like, I think, a Spirit Award. Because like, no, 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 no. Shia, Shia got all the love. Shia and the little boy got all the love for Honey Boy. Yeah. Even though Lucas sounded just like Shia in that movie. Yo, Lucas in Honey Boy? Can we just talk about that? <laughs> no, we're <laughs> talking about this one. Man. This movie, this movie, before we even get to it, what? No, It no, has an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh... 85%. So that's, you know, the critics liked it. I, I will say there are some of these types of movies that they get, they don't, I don't know if they get, like, did About a Boy, is it About a Boy? About did a Boy. Lucas Hedges made? has so many nominations yes, that yes, he has a separate Wikipedia page for just his nominations already. You know Who? how many people don't have that? Sorry. <laughs> Who are you talking about? What about a Boy. What's the, f- Lucas Hedges. Oh, you're talking about, are you talking about um, that movie with a boy like goes from being 10 to like 20 in the same movie, Bray? Are you talking about no, Boy Race? Boyhood. I'm talking about the movie with uh, Timothy oh, Boyhood Chalamet and um, Steve Carell. Oh, you're talking about, oh, oh yeah, you're talking about, um, you're talking about Timothy Chalamet again. Beautiful boy. Beautiful boy, That's Timothy Chalamet. Was. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm still on Lucas Hedges. <laughs> I There's just, a separate uh, page for his awards and nominations. Lucas Hedges? Yes. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> so an indie mad. darling. 
I like Lucas Hedges. I'm just generally upset about this. (laughs) Well, I think the thing that's really interesting about this movie is that this movie, to me personally, when I think, and and I really want to talk about Kelvin a lot, when I think about the part that he played, my man was acting his ass off in every scene, dog. Like, and the thing, it, and the thing when I watch this movie is like, it makes me question what kind of role really. I know we talk about this a lot, but what kind of roles really are the academy and people who vote expecting us to have? Like, Listen. it just feels like this. This was this was a dude who was in school. It was about a family, middle class. Not really about their race, just trying to deal with some stuff. And I feel like because it wasn't about their race, this changed how this movie was viewed to people. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. felt like this movie would have been about like, I hate to say it, this movie would have been about like some messed up black dude who's like struggling and it was like racism in, in the school because he's like the only black dude and he's got to deal with being black on the wrestling team and he got a white girlfriend, but then this goes wrong and then they're like, oh, how could this black dude come in the neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. We let him in and now he done did this to one of our own. I feel like then this movie would have got nomination. But because it wasn't about that, like, I mean, again, I think about the same, like this felt like how when I watch a Mandela, it's like, I have seen (laughs) white actors do parts that are good, but are fine, fine. There is a separate... I'm so mad. I'm sorry. I know we got to talk about this movie. But it's like, I, like, it's something about this movie that is very unsettling for me. And we get to it, but it's like something about it really, really bothers me. Whether it's like the white guy who wrote yeah. and directed it and it was about his family, but had a black family do it instead. Like, I just need to figure out what the disconnect is because there are so many, like, again, Lady Bird. I will bring up Lady Bird to the end of goddamn day. Not saying it's bad, but Lady Bird is a story that I'm pretty sure when you watch the beginning scene, her, she wanted to go to college. We knew she was going to New York to go to NYU. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, we knew that was going to happen. And like, that movie got all these awards. The actors got so many awards. But this movie, they got nothing. Like, they got nothing. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I, Lucas uh, Hedges is in that too. Well, is he? <laughs> yeah. Is he? And, and, and so is Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, jeez, sweet Christmas. Uh, N- yo, never mind. Since 2016, since Manchester by the Sea, Hedges has been in every... 2000... Oh, my good. Okay, I'm sorry. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eat something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, on, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning. Because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. 
Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earnin.com slash T-O-S for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Lay's. Lay's potato chips are made from real potatoes from real farms, and they're closer than you might think. Golden grows here on over 100 farms across North America. So whenever you open up a bag of Lay's, you can thank your farmers for making your stay golden moments possible. Lay's. Stay golden. To learn more, head to goldengrowshere.com. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. So you're winding down with a podcast. Sounds like you have no plans to leave the couch tonight. Nope, you just want to unzip your jeans, slip on a pair of fuzzy slippers, and rip open a bag of Skinny Pop popcorn. Because the only place you're going tonight is the bottom of this bag of popcorn. It's a whole bag kind of night. It's a whole bag kind of night. We're talking about waves and what else? I, uh, anyway, yes, this movie, It's a, this is a, a strange movie because it's essentially two films in one. Um you know, we have the story that follows Kelvin Harrison Jr.'s character up until a little, like midway, a little past midway, and then we have a story that talks about um, Taylor Russell's character. Um, and so, yeah, it's like kind of two movies in one. So, what else is there to say? There's nothing else to say. We should do initial thoughts. Yeah, I go first. I loved it. I thought this movie was so good. I thought it was acted so well. I thought it was long. Excuse me, I thought it was long, but I guess for me it's like, it was nice to, I mean, it was rough. I mean, the movie was rough, but the performances alone I thought were like really, really good. And the fact that it was about this black family kind of like dealing with grief and like watching Sterling K. Brown be kind of aggressive, but then hear his reasoning for it, but then see him break towards the end of the movie. Um, What's the sister's name? Uh, Russell? Um, I had never seen her before. Last Taylor time. Russell. Yes, Taylor Russell. No, I'm scared. And what? <laughs> Taylor Russell. Oh, you didn't see it. You you didn't do Escape Room. You didn't. Do oh Escape no, I wasn't here for that. Oh, she was in that. Yeah, Lost in Space. Have you seen that show? Oh wait, how old is she? I don't know. Yeah, she's great in Lost in Space. She's great. Oh, I, she's my new favorite actress now. <laughs> like I love her. <laughs> she's I have, fantastic. I have never seen a person and like again i have no siblings so i don't know that attachment but watching her in this movie i legit every time she came on screen i was like i feel a sweetness and i'm like i feel like i'm related to you i was like oh i felt like watching whatever that sibling is and i was like oh this is great um and get this movie just made me mad because i think they deserve so much more than they got so but i i i enjoyed it a lot all right um I'll just say 
y'all know I don't like movies like this. The movie <laughs> made me mad. <laughs> um, I thought it was very well made. Um, I thought the acting was really fantastic. Um, and and like, yeah, like I mean, they 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 mention they never say black, but they mention race only once. And you know, they kind of try to make that. They kind of try to fuse it into like why the dad pushes him so hard. Um, but like even that was like, I don't know. I I, I do general I do generally like that like <laughs> this essentially good kid, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like gets just just goes down the the wrong path and ends up, you know, and ends up killing his his girlfriend and going to and going to jail for life like it's like this interesting like you know we don't see someone he's not a a banger he's not you know like he's just like a he's like a great wrestler (laughs) and he was just pushed too hard um yeah i thought that was i thought that was very interesting and like i kept feeling weird about i did what the thing that you said jirai i kept feeling weird about like dang is this like about a white is this was this originally supposed to be white people and they just like <laughs> cast black people and then threw in that one line about the world doesn't care about you and then they were like we're good to go you know like there there it there was something a little weird about it um but gen but generally uh enjoy the presentation but like i said like these these kinds of movies are always hard for me to watch Halfway through the movie, I was just like, fuck this movie. I don't want to <laughs> watch the rest of this. How dare you do this to me? Um, uh, and I guess that's that's what they want you to feel. So, mm, Yeah. Man, it's interesting. I, I don't know if I love this movie. There were things about it that I definitely liked. And there were things about it that were tough. Um, it's just, it is a, it, art house films are hard. Uh, I'm just going to say that off the bat. Um, and you know, there's a lot of, especially this type of art house film, which is like, wow, the cinematography is beautiful. The shots are incredible in almost every scene. Um, and then a lot of times I personally feel like they overpower the actual storytelling. They're not there to necessarily aid it. You know, sometimes they're there to just be like, look at this incredible shot that we just got. And I'm like, yeah, that is an incredible shot. Um, what are we talking about, though? Like, what's actually happening? What What are the emotions at play? What are the themes we're exploring? How does this shot aid that? You know. Um, that said, that that's true. That that's just true of this genre. So I, I'm not gonna like fault the movie for that at, that that much. Um, but I do think this is to me this is different than Lady Bird because Lady Bird is like a movie that is capturing a very specific experience, whereas this movie, the experience it's capturing, is a little bit harder to relate to because of what happens in it. Like the very few of us have k- killed someone, <laughs> and right, very few of us uh, are like closely related to somebody who's killed someone. You know, that's like a that's a a pretty a unique experience. So, um, I, I, and it was so tough because it was like, there was a part of me that was like, Oh man, I can see this pushing. Like, I understand the, like, you know, this is a theme that's been explored in other movies and this movie does, you know, somewhat well of like, Oh, there's this black father who's pushing his son because he's like, the world is going to treat you, you know, uh, harshly. And so you need to like, you know, have this outer shell. You need to push 
you need to be better than the white person, you know, next to you, because if you're not, then nobody's going to give you anything, this and that. Um, so I, I do get that to an extent. Like I kind of understand him, like not telling his parents about the um, injury, not telling his parents like that he got a girl pregnant, but like, I'm, I feel like there's more to this. I feel like the just like he was pushed too hard feels a little too simplistic, which is what the story I think is telling. But I don't know. I, I, I don't know. For me, it's like, I, it's hard for me to buy that because it was like, well, and also it wasn't just that. It was like his mom passed away. We don't really learn that too much about that, but clearly there was some trauma there. And he's like, you know, he's drinking a lot. Like he's a heavy drinker. Um, He's taking, I guess, I think painkillers. You know what I mean? Like he has an explosive kind of uh, rage. Um, and... I don't know. It was tough. Like it, it, anyway, let's talk about it. I, I, I also this is two different movies, and I think that was like a very unique thing to do. But it's hard. It's like there are reasons why movies generally have one protagonist. You know, like to to have a movie that essentially has two protagonists, um, like and and not two protagonists throughout the whole movie, but like one protagonist in the first half, and then a a different protagonist in the second half. Like it does connect. But See, it's, I liked tough it. to, it's tougher to watch. <laughs> I like it because of the fall. Yeah, well, let's talk about it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting because even just talking about, you know, um, Kelvin's character. What's his, what was the character's name? Uh, uh, Tyler. It's something so interesting because, so, you know, one of our friends, like one of my best friends, Dave, is friends with Kelvin and I guess was here for the filming of this movie. So I've heard about it. I heard about it like a year, year and a half before it came out and just everything that went into it. And like the director, Trey, um, wrote it based around like kind of his upbringing a little bit, like just like his dysfunctional family. But because he had worked with Kelvin on, um, I think it comes at night. Is that the name of the movie? Yeah. Yeah, it comes, at, it comes at night. It comes at night. Like he, him and Kelvin got close. He actually wrote the movie for Kelvin. Like apparently Kelvin was a wrestler and stuff like that. And I think what is so interesting about it is that, again, this is a middle class black family dealing with something that's very tragic, right? And I feel like these tragic kind of movies that start off simplistic is usually for like white actors. Um, and when I think about Kelvin in particular and just his performance when it comes to I guess for me, like him, him going to the extreme, I guess for me is like, I kind of do understand it. If, if, you know, your mother has died, if your dad is, I mean, clearly borderline abusive or probably like fully abusive uh, when it comes to like uh, mentally and verbally, um, trying to be the number one athlete, trying to get this college scholarship, he's still kind of cool. And to me, it's like him doing drugs and drinking and stuff. It's like, it's, as far as like my high school, we was lit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, like, like we was lit a lot of the time. So like, to me, like I understand that. And then the fear, like I was telling uh, my partner watching this movie, my greatest fear in high school as a young adult was getting someone pregnant. Like that is, that is, it was not an STD. It was not getting shot. It was getting someone pregnant. And so I understand everything falling at the same time. And then seeing, and again, I'm not defending him because I think, yes, he definitely had rage problems. I'm not defending that in any way. 
I'm not defending how he treated her. It's just like, I do understand the idea of you feeling like you have no control over what is about to happen with your life at all. You know what I mean? And then having that, having the fear of having to tell your dad that, the feeling of like, oh, I have no what, no clue what to do even up to this point because I broke my shoulder and I can never wrestle again, the only thing I've ever known. So I get it. And then also how the death went down is wild. You know what I mean? Like how that went down was wild, especially after getting smacked in the face so many times. I'm like, oh, shit. Um, so actually... I. I understand it's not super relatable, but I think performance-wise and story-wise, like Manchester by the Sea ain't fucking relatable. Like, you know, there's something about Kevin isn't relatable. It's just like for some reason, these extreme movies, Little Miss Sunshine is not relatable. Who the fuck just goes in a goddamn van across country to get a little girl in the you know what I'm saying? It's like there's a disconnect, man. There is a disconnect sometimes with these young black actors in these movies where when I look at their counterparts that are white, people love these fucking kids. And it's, it's not the same. It's just not the same. Um, I don't even know where I was getting at with that. Just something about it bothers me. Like, it really, really... And Kelvin is like an American actor. Like, he's an American black dude who's acting his ass off and he's not getting the credibility that... Uh, I mean, even if he was... A, American? He is. He's from the South. Yeah. I mean, that, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah. I don't. Meh. Where's Timoth- David Oyelowo? But Tim- <laughs> Timothy's from Timothy's from fucking New York. Like, um, Lucas is from New York. Uh, that kid in Lady yeah, but um, Lady Drivers. Right. And I just feel like that's better. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I. Uh... I get this a bit, but this bothers me to such an extent. <laughs> it does. It really, really does. Because this kid wasn't some, like, he wasn't a Disney actor. He wasn't one of these Yale dudes. He was just a fucking really good black actor who booked stuff yeah. for being good. Like, that's how he got, that is how this kid got to be where he is. He was a good actor, dude. You know what I mean? Like, that shit, I don't know. It's like discouraging almost. Like, even when I think of Sterling, Sterling K. Brown, is an American black actor who we now know who's done a bunch of bit stuff over the years and yeah. then three, four years ago had a solid ass year. I mean, the whole time I was th- watching this movie, I was thinking about how uh, like uh, him, uh, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, um, Andre Holland, I've seen all of them on stage making, you know, just a few hundred dollars a week, like mm. <laughs> acting their ass off, doing doing really good theater. And like, they're only just now, <laughs> I'm talking about years ago, you know, like a yeah. decade ago, you know, and they're only just now people are like, oh yeah, I've seen them in, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. We're talking it's, about Regina wild. King, like Regina King ain't been around for umpteen years. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I think about honestly, Sterling K. Brown, Think about Stoney K. Brown, for real, for real, has won Emmys on Emmys, has been nominated in the upcoming years. My man popped out of nowhere so much so that people are like, oh, this guy's the next best thing. Hosted SNL, did a monologue, a comedic monologue, cried in the comedic monologue just to prove how good of an actor he is, and my man still doesn't have a franchise yet. You know what I'm saying? It's like my crazy. Man, like, my man still doesn't have... <laughs> The act, like he still doesn't have the stuff that I'm telling you. If he was a white dude, he would get yo. Like, I, but he's a he's a character actor. But ca- Not, but even character actors be popping up in like. It, okay, well, he if, was in Black Panther. <laughs> but like, 
for like a minute. My thing is, if he, if he, if he, my man should be leading movies on a basis that is different than it is now. My man should be in Dune. I, d- I don't disagree. I don't like, disagree with you. Like I, I, I remember. Like it, it, it was weird to me. I mean, I was, I thought it was great that Sterling was in Black Panther. Like that was dope as hell. But I was like, oh man, he's in two scenes. Like I was, like, like that was frustrating to me. I was like mad. I was like, but that's, but that's Sterling K. Brown. But then who know, you know, who knows with that? Like it could have been scheduling with This Is Us, or you know, or yeah. whatever. Like any, any number of things could have, could have led to that. But, but, but I agree. I, I strongly feel like. Like my man should just be the lead of like so many movies, and it and he's not, and it's frustrating. I just don't think. Yeah. I just don't think he might, he might be soon. I'm look. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it, IMDb, and the thing is, I think he. I don't know, man. I just honestly, and we talked about this when we did um, Moonlight, and we talked about it when we did. Um, excuse me. Uh, what was it Beast Beast of No Nation? Is that the name of it? Um, these uh, kids. Yeah. That's right. Like these these actors aren't treated the same, man. They just aren't, yo. And it's something about it bothers me because I'm like, at the end of the day, what will it take? Does it take having to be like a good actor, but then also so socially loved that you now can like get into this next big thing because now, yeah, you're good, but your social, but your social following is so huge that like, you know, you you're like a trendsetter in this way. Because because even the daughter, even the daughter, like, yes, we're talking about her being in um, Escape Room. She's really good in um, which is um, a, Lost Which is going to be a franchise. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope that they, uh, that they making do it right. Like, I hope oh. that she, yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm saying I hope that they do it right and she's a Sydney and is just in all of the movies and not, <laughs> like, they could kill her at the at the start of the next escape room or something and yeah, i i just hope they, they don't her and that her and that other guy i they they need to survive all of them like like the trio and scream like they just need to be alive in all of them and i will she, i will watch all yeah. of the movies <laughs> yeah she needs to be a she needs to be like uh uh you know what's her name an alien or yeah oh, yes, ripley, or, she, ripley. Yeah, 100%, 100%. ripley and alien or or uh halloween with uh uh, uh, Jamie Lee. Um, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. But they yeah, can't. Jamie but Lee. they can't pull that bullshit where they chop her head off and then <laughs> they can't. Do that. And then she come back. <laughs> they can't do that bullshit. I mean, I mean, even thinking about um uh the actress who and I know I'm late on um Braylock's gonna make fun of me. I'm late on the uh the Hamilton train. But even um Renee. Yeah, girl. Oh, that's right. Like for instance, like when I think about her and I think about. The actors from Hamilton that are everywhere. All right. Uh, how can I say this? Um, but Leslie Odom Jr. But but but, but but okay okay I want to bring up, I want to bring up Leslie I want to bring up Leslie okay. As far as movies and TV, right? The ones from Hamilton who you see predominantly um, are not the. Um, I don't want to make this a, a colorism thing, so let, let me not. They're not the browner ones. You know what I mean? They're just not. Like I, I don't know what the t- they're just not. Uh, Wait, but this but this actress is is lighter than, or is just as is has the same skin tone as like David Diggs. 
<laughs> pause as <laughs> as Gerard Googles Gerard looks up and <laughs> compares both. <laughs> Leslie Odom Jr. is in a in a fair amount of stuff. He was in. He is, he's about to be he, Sam Cooke. I'm very excited for that. My man's he, about to be he Sam. He was Cook. also he was in the. He was in the move. He was in that uh, murder train, the or murder on the Orient Express movie. Yes. You know, he's he's the he's one of the leads of the Central Park animated series. Uh, yes. He was in um, Harriet Tubman movie, which was going, which I, I assume when he signed up for it was like, oh, this is going to be a huge movie. It, it didn't wind up being that, but like, damn, it really. You know what I mean? Been. Like that was a big. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, it really should have been a huge movie. I'm I'm so mad. You know. All right, I'll take back what yeah. I was about to say. I'll take back what I was about to say. Okay, I'll take, you know, I'll take back what I was about to say. I mean, I'm looking at David and Renee, but you know what? It's not about that. It's not about that. It's not about that. It's not about that. You know what I'm saying? It's not about that. Also, but, but, bro, when you saw, I mean, I, she was, Angelic, Renee was great, but there was something about, like, Dave, uh, David was the fun character. <laughs> you know, like, there was like, a, when he popped up, you were just like, oh, snap! <laughs> David is on stage. <laughs> like, anybody who anybody who cast him after seeing Hamilton, they were just like, "Yeah, man, he's like your fun friend. Like, <laughs> you just love him. No, you just want to give him a hug when you saw him come out on stage." It's just it's just seeing all four of them in this movie. I'm looking at them and I'm like, these four actors, yes, are all I I would call all four of them character actors, and I'm like. They all look good, but now we live in a world where I think character actors are now being allowed to lead movies. Like if I look at like yes. Tom Holland, Paul Giamatti, <laughs> yeah, yeah but- Paul Giamatti, yeah. Wait, what movies is he? Lead? I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but he's had a really good career. He leads TV I just shows. Mentioned a character actor that I like, <laughs> but I no, can't but- think of a single lead movie he did. He's been oh, um, American. Uh, Graffiti? Graffiti. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Don't do that. Wait. Don't oh, do no. that. Don't do that. Don't that's do that. like the only lead I can think of. No, that's not <laughs> the same, James. That's not the same. But it is the only, it's his only lead, isn't it? Or has he let I it? I mean, he has, he has had co-leads. But what I'm saying is like, if you look at actors, like even, if you want to call people character actors, like if you look at like even a uh, uh, Tom Holland, like when he first started, he started doing indie movies just like Lucas Hedges, just like Kelvin, got the shot to do. Spider-Man, you know what I'm saying? Now he's a household name. He's a little bit different. You know, I'm like, and that happened quick. Yeah, I mean, he was but Spider-Man. Th- but, 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 <laughs> my, but, but that's my point. My point is he got that shot quickly. Sideways, sideways right. was a Paul Giamatti. I mean, well. That was an ensemble, I, I do agree with you there it, versus, Kel- like, Kelvin is getting to lead movies, but he's not getting the uh, same Hollywood kind of respect and acclaim as, as a Timothy Chalamet, as a Lucas Hedges, you know, he definitely isn't like, um, and that's definitely because they don't like, they just don't look at movies with black people the same. Like they just don't. Cause tell me between loose and this movie, but performance wise, like even, but even performance wise, right? Like the, the, the type of characters he played in both of those movies. Like, again, I know I bring this up all the time. If I'm talking about scene, if this is your golden globe, or Oscar, like, and they're like, give it up for blah, blah, blah. There are ample scenes in this movie that I can say, hey, that scene was great. Like, the scene, like, I mean, I hate to skip around, but my, but my man, even at the beginning of this movie, 
seeing him go from the party stuff and the, and you're right, it's so many indie fancy shots in this movie break. It is kind of annoying. But like the, the 360 in the car with like him and his girlfriend up top, like when he gets to the the rest, first off, they were doing this 360 shot. This this it went from a 360 to the car to like a 360 around him. American Splendor. Anna was like, hey, American Graffiti is a movie from the 70s. <laughs> American Splendor is the movie I'm thinking I, of. That movie is still I, 17 wait, years wait. old, but... Oh, my God. I don't even know what American Splendor is. It's the, no, it's a, what are you the comic. It was a comic one. But I'm saying, like, for instance, when we see him, you know, when we see his first interaction with his dad, and you could tell it's, it's a kind of an aggressive relationship. Like, to me, like, it was so interesting seeing that because in this movie... This black family, even though she was a stepmom, we didn't know yet, but this movie had a two-parent household for black people. You know what I mean? He was in a white suburb. He was playing a quote-unquote white sport, and none of that came down to like him being awkward or weird because he was a black He was a black dude with blonde hair, which, again, is never addressed. And we all know when a black guy goes blonde, he about to go crazy. You know what I mean? So it's like, it was cool Wait, We all know this. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a fact. You know what I'm saying? It happens, it's in history. It's in the history books, okay? All right, it's the history books. That's why Cisco had to go platinum because he was like, I can't have this blonde. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I get it. No, no, I get it. Uh, but it's so interesting seeing that. But then even those scenes of, oh my God, the scene when he's at the doctor by himself and, you know, the doctor's like, hey, yeah, you can't, you can't, I can't see you making it through another match. And he's like, yeah, but what about if we just wait? Like, what about if we just wait till after the season, you know, and I could take the summer? Like, Ugh. it was so, like. Ugh, that was rough. It was so sad. And he was, and, and, and uh, Rachel brought this up. Like, we were watching the scene, and he comes back drunk that first night, and his sister's just holding him. That is, as a person who has been drunk and been, like, super sad, like, the fact that his voice is not deep anymore, the fact that he's just apologizing to his sister for just, like, waking her up, like, that night, and his crying is like, yeah. I'm so sorry, I didn't mean, like, you know, like, that, there were just so many moments that felt real, and I'm like, God, dang it, dude, you're so good in I, this. I, I, yeah, he's really good. He's really good. That I, I just, I don't know if this is fair, but I really do think that the, who, so who directed this movie? Um, Trey, Trey did, the writer. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I just feel like the I just feel like the storytelling like of it I just wonder what it would have been like with a black director and writer because I just feel like the storytelling of it just didn't humanize this character enough especially knowing the fact that like audiences are like have programmed to not care have been programmed to not relate to black people as much as they relate to white men and because of that it's like you gotta like we gotta see a little bit more like this story has to be told a, like not it doesn't have to be super conventional but we we just le- need a little bit more to like really connect with this guy like we do connect with him in a way um but it because everything's so sporadic and it's like scene by scene like I, I like you have to like fill in all the pieces for yourself. And it's like, yeah, you kind of feel like you fill some of this stuff in, here and there. And I get it. The dad was like being very aggressive. A lot of dads are like this and it's not right, but not everyone who is subject to this kind of pushing from a parental figure does what this kid winds up doing. And 
So there was a part of me that was like, I, like, I'm confused. Like, why does he care? Like, why does he care this much about wrestling? Like, is this like, does he actually think in his mind, like, if I don't have wrestling, I don't have anything else? You know, we learned that, like, for a second, I was like, oh, maybe it's because his dad was a wrestler. But then his dad was like, I didn't choose wrestling. Like, you chose it. I just want you to be the best that you can be, you know, pushing him too hard, maybe not, not training, not um, getting him to listen to his body. But it felt like an extra step to be like, I'm just going to completely ignore um, like this doctor telling me like, hey, yeah. if you do one more match, like you're going to have like irreversible damage. I was just like, yeah, flip. like I, I, I think it was there, there was an extra step, too. And like, I don't even I don't even actually see this as a movie of a of a kid that was pushed too hard by external pressures. Like, I, I don't think I don't think it was external pressures that led to it. I think he like he just made a bunch of mistakes um uh you know but i think that the movie sort of brings up it brings up that like that's part of the thing that's tough that's that's hard about it is the people now thinking like oh did i did i push him too hard or did you push him too hard or you know right um but yeah there's something interesting about this and i I keep trying to think of movies that kind of relate to this and i'm i'm having a hard time but it's something interesting about what you just said, Brayton. I think that may be the the crux of this movie, or maybe why I didn't succeed. I th- and I'm not saying this is what you said, so let me let me backtrack a little bit. But it's something about this movie having this black lead and knowing that white audiences don't relate to black people in this way makes it so that this movie has to one we're viewing it different because it's a black dude. Even yeah. though this black dude is doing the same thing, like, again, if you were to swap parts, because I kept thinking about that in this movie, if you were to swap Lucas and, and Kelvin's part, I'm like, would this movie feel more relatable with the amount of information that we have? And I think we would have. I think it would have been like, if this would have been a white boy, you would have been like, oh man, his dad is, man, his world's crumbling. You know what I mean? Like, th- I think there's a little bit mm-hmm. of grace gri- given to like white characters and not this one. And, and what scares me about that is that even I did it because I expect, because I'm putting my blackness on it, because I expect this black kid to move in a certain kind of way in this area. I'm like, bro, the moment I was like, you can't, you can't be out here doing drugs and, and kikiing with these white kids like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you cannot right. do this. The fact that he goes to that house, I'm like, bro, you cannot be seen yelling at this white girl in this house. Like it is right. so much because like we're like what his dad said, we're not allowed to do this kind of thing, even though he is doing a thing that a 17, 18 year old kid who is a a job popular kid could spiral into. But he's just not allowed to do it because of what his skin looks like. And I'm like, God dang it. So is that mean for this movie to have been successful? I think Bray is right. I think you would have had to have a black writer come in. And even add an extra layer onto this movie and to the script because we cannot get past his race in a way. You know what I mean? Like he he just can't be a black kid. I mean, he just can't be a kid because he's a black kid. You know what I mean? Like it has to be taken right. into account. And that sucks a little bit. Like that. But I it get does it. does suck. But, ah, but that sucks. But I get it. It, it. It's It sucks, but it's like, this is the really difficult thing about like all of this. Cause I want, I do like, I don't, I'm not here. I'm not a person who's like, Oh, if you're white, you shouldn't write black characters into your movie. I like, I think I saw somebody tweet that. I was just like, that's, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Like, of course you want white people to write 
like characters that aren't just their race because then we would have what we've had in the past, which is just films full of white people and the black and the only black people are the people who are like serving you coffee. You know what I mean? Like yeah. cleaning your room. I think that tweet that actually <laughs> that, same, that yeah. got popular was actually, actually said, stop writing. <laughs> it said to white people, stop writing black <laughs> characters. Like it just said, yeah. stop doing it. And it was like, what? For what, what? Like, cause? No, like, I, like, <laughs> no, we need them to write why? black characters. They absolutely need people to write, yeah. And, and but the but I will say that like it's because everything is about a certain level of truth. There there is a certain level of truth that like the reality is if you are black in America, everything isn't exactly the same as a white person, and so there are extra little things that you do have to make sure that you're acknowledging, even if it's not all about your race. You know. Yeah. There's something about this, like, I'm like, now they were, like, he was clearly rich, right? This family was, like, living in a very big house. Like, he had his own car at 18 years old. It was a nice car. It looked like a new car. Like, you know, the parties he's going to are, like, these are very extravagant. So I'm like, okay, they're clearly they're clearly in an upper echelon, you know, not, like, super wealthy, yeah. but they're, upper middle they're class well sure. off, yeah. you know? And so that's a different thing. And so he has that kind of privilege. We only have that one scene where the dad is essentially saying you need to be 10 times better. But there's also something else to that, which is like, I don't, it seemed like these parents were oblivious that this kid was like drinking or, or, and again, I don't know the drug, were the, were the, the, the drugs he was taking painkillers? Like what were, did, it was, did you ever get a sense of what Sterling- they were? Because Sterling. I think they were because Sterling at one point goes, and I think Sterling knew because he asked the wife, he's like, hey, have you been taking any of my painkillers? And she goes like, no, why? And he goes, he looks up and he goes, never mind, and just walks off. Um, mm-hmm. And the movies, I think, oh, so I think, so I think he knew. I don't know. There was something that... I, I wouldn't have wanted this movie to be... I wouldn't have wanted a black pass <laughs> on this movie. I don't, I don't like, even though there is some, I do think that there is something off when you watch it, but I, but to a degree like this, that scene when, when Sterling um, says like, you have, I'm pushing it because you have to be, you know, you have to be 10 times better in the, within the, within the context of this movie doesn't feel like those scenes doesn't doesn't feel like I'm going to use another Kelvin movie as an example, but like in the high note when um, when Tracy Ellis Ross is like I'm a black woman, and then she has like a monologue about being black, and you're like I didn't need <laughs> like why is this in here? This is useless because of like the the rendering of this of like the sort of the quick cuts and the scenes are 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 painfully short, and like we're only going to spend a little bit of time in them. There was something nice for me about like how. He's like he's being pushed and like we see them at church and like there are things about them that like feel familiar and black to me. Oh, my God. And then, stare down. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, and then we just kind of move past it. And it just, and I don't know, to me, it felt like while they were they are aware of these things. It felt like. You know, it was because of their state, because of where they are, like it wasn't that big of a concern and i i i believe that there are black families out there that are like that i mean you know uh every time i go to florida i i realize <laughs> i'm in florida 
The crazy stuff right. happens they were in Florida. Florida. I don't mean I don't mean uh, the state they live in. I meant their like their state in life. Like I mean, things felt real to me. Like I feel like um, that conversation with the dad felt real. Even how it was um, portrayed, like the conversation. Woof. The the when he's on the computer doing homework and she's he sees the text oh, I'm late yeah. and he's like late for what? Like it, oh my god that that text exchange. Um, oh god, Supreme Court, we're fucked. Um, j- them driving to to I'm guessing Planned Parenthood or wherever they were going, and just the security guard coming in and giving giving them the warning of like, yo, these people will do this. These people will say that to you. They didn't. They help her adopt that kid. Like, just don't go fucking with them to make it worse for me. Like that whole conversation. Like, uh, the 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 argument in the car. I'm like, all right, he was wilding. But then the the text message when they both were like, we miss each other, and then it spiraled so quickly when she was like, I made my decision, and I'm like, oh my my chest. Well, yeah. Oh lord, that was the thing. I guess that that particular when she was like, I made my decision. You know, don't. Oh, he's like, what is it? Like, all right, you promise you won't get mad, and he's like, yeah, just tell me now. He knows that she's about to say I'm keeping it because why else would she say don't get mad? You gotta know, bro. So. And then he's and then he's like immediately text like capital like yelling at her on the text and I'm like even for a kid who's like like oh my god I'm about to ruin my life like I don't understand how you have the exact same response that didn't work the last time this time you can even in text message like I understand calling I understand him being like hey like call me back but what I didn't understand was his first text back was like what did you or like what did you do or what something? And I'm do? like, I'm like, bro, bro, you before you get mad, at least like pretend like you're going to care so that you can then talk her into. I don't know. There was something about that in particular that I was like, it feels like it just it wanted the movie needed to, to escalate just a little bit more quickly than it would have happened. But maybe not. I don't that, know. That felt so <laughs> honestly for me, that felt so honest. Like this whole like like even thinking about it now, like that because again, like I you know, when you're dating someone, it's like, yeah, you want to. You feel like you, you want to right away. <laughs> I think I would have. I think I would have not known what. I think I would have passed. Because yeah, my thing is like, I always want to say like, I'm going to learn from my last mistake, and I will do my fucking best. But when it pops up and you're not thinking, it's like, oh shit, I just did the same thing again. Also, if it's something as big as I am about to be 17, 18, with yeah. a kid, like. Fuck. And especially because that scene what was silent, like because it was just through text. I don't know. I mean, I know that it's a lot of like you're you're putting a lot of your things on it. But when I was watching that, I was just like, yeah, like, like maybe they can talk this out. And she's like, you're she's like telling him that he's just going to be a jerk. And like, maybe he's just like. No, I just want to talk. You know, who he was going to yell at her, right? Like he was, he, we, we've seen it already before, but then there's also, I don't know. There was a feeling of no like. No one was talking to him. A, yeah. Well, that, well that, that, that was my thing though, was like, why did, when she said, I'm keeping it, why was his first text response all caps? I was like, yo, you know how she's going to respond to that. Listen, he, That's your first sex response is well, all caps. When, when you don't even have to do that. You ain't. You could be mad and you ain't even there. You could just be like, baby, can you please call me back? Like, And like, even though you're typing it like, baby, you better call me back. But you can still, you, 
You got the yeah. phone. You're a rational man. You're you ain't a, you ain't an 18 you, you year old dude. You can hide your emotion. But, but that's what. But I think that. But that is what happened, isn't it? Like th- she said, I'm keeping it. He sent a text back. This text wasn't all caps. He called. She didn't answer. Then he all caps. What did you do? Like this, oh, I right? The, I like, thought the first text back was all caps. This is I, slow, I thought it was that order. It was. Yeah, it was only. Just, it was fast. It was, quick, it was still yeah. quick. But it. But it was like. But there was like. One there was like one buffer between the <laughs> between between the all caps and and the and, and the they get, this isn't a defense of him because at the end of the day, Bray, you are right. Like there, it like there should be yeah, some type of cooth and quorum, like yeah, <laughs> like to, to end. Like he didn't. Now, do you think he went to go kill her because no. that's the immediate like when he started trying to the house she was he she was like he's gonna go kill her. And I was like whoa, kill her. I was scared. Uh, I was scared I was the like, moment that's he extreme? got. I was scared the moment he the moment he saw that photo on Instagram. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I was nervous because thing is, I didn't, I knew something bad was about to so happen. So that's yeah. that's why he got that's why he got murdered in the second degree was they were saying like, no, he did like he did have an intent to kill like it wasn't an accident. Oh wow, okay, yeah, I didn't even to me I wasn't like he's going to kill her, and I, I but. I mean, considering so I knew, many people were like, yeah. <laughs> I knew something bad was going to happen because my thing is like, if you're already mad, right? You're already mad. You already feel alone. You have nobody like you're talking to. Um, this was the big, like they, he had a discussion about this particular dance. Like she's had to dress forever. Like, I hope she's happy. Like he had, they had this discussion. His sister is there. Like he's at home. And like, all he knows is from this photo, she and this jump with this other dude having the best time of her goddamn life. <laughs> and he yeah. and like now he's in a drinking bender. And I'm like, bruh, with his arm in a sling. And so I was like, yo, this was never gonna end well. I didn't think he was gonna try to kill her, but I definitely thought like, this is what I thought. We had saw her hit him before. We saw him spit, which I think is a very white boy thing. Like, I don't know. Black dudes just be spitting on people. Like that's not a black. <laughs> I love how just think things happen. You're like, no, nah, this is a white. white I, I def- the moment it happened, I was like, this ain't a black dude thing. That's anyway, Trey wrote that line. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this ain't. But I was like, all right, so we know that their relationship is physical to an extent, right? And I'm like, my man is lit. He does not need to be in his house because I'm like, yo, if if they get into an argument, my man is big. Like, who's gonna be able to like? I thought I, I thought something like this was gonna go down, like. You know, he cornered her. I mean, he literally physically yeah. cornered her, yeah. prevented her from leaving. Like her slapping him wasn't like some like, well, she hit him first. Like, no, she no, he no, was no. like physically Absolutely grabbing not. her. You know what I mean? Like, no, no. I, to me, the moment he got in that house, yo, the moment, my God, and you knew it was going to happen. The moment he was like, I'm going. And the mom tried to stop him. And he just started going off on the mom like that. Like you weak, you're pathetic. I yeah. was like, yo, what? And then the dad with the bad knee, and we know yeah, he got he the knee. Oh my gosh. I was like, and the thing is, I know, it pushed his father over. As a parent, you know something bad has happened. Like, you know, like you don't know everything, but something has pushed him to this limit. You don't see your son the way you used to anymore. And the fact that Sterling K is like searching after him now and just doesn't get there in time. Oh man. And then he punches. Oh my God, the punch. Oh my goodness. Uh, whoo, the way they shot that was crazy. I can't. I can't. Uh, when yeah. she landed. Um, oh my God. <laughs> when she landed, sincerely, I was gonna stop watching. I was gonna <laughs> uh, I was gonna stop watching. I was like, okay, the movie must be almost over. I looked, it, there was 
an hour and 10 minutes left. <laughs> I, I was like, we're, I'm going to have to live with this. <laughs> I was so mad. Oh, I mean, God. I thought this whole I guess scene- I just didn't know. I like what? What, what else? What else is <laughs> What did you take? What like from the? Because we have to talk about the second half of the movie. What from this first half of the movie? Like, what do you take away from from that trajectory that he went through? Like, what what is the takeaway from that? I mean, to me, what it shows is like it shows how a life can spiral very quickly, yo. Like, it it if if things go left unsaid, if Again, I know you don't feel like there was a lot of pressure, but even if there was some, like you didn't see him confining in friends, like the biggest moment you saw him ever say anything to anybody was the day he was crying and drunk with his sister. It's like things can get really, really bad really fast. Um, that's what I took away from it. And to me, it's like two lives like were Like he lost. was living in his own head. Yeah. Like to me, like when that scene ended, two lives were gone. Like well, three, three, three lives were gone. You know what I mean? And it's just like- Oh yeah, the baby. Yeah. It's just like it was just, God, dog. The moment he was like, "I'm going," I you just you felt it. I was like, and then, then at that point when we see the sister seeing him at the party, I was like, "Oh no, what about her?" I guess I know it's very annoying to have this whole other hour, and I and I bet there was a better way to do it, but I I did like that this traumatic event happened, and then we got to see. How this like what happens to this family? What happened to the sister who was there? Like in my mind, the moment I saw her, I was like, whatever goes down, she will blame herself. Like I, I knew it instantly. This dad is going to blame himself. The mom is going to blame the dad. You know, like those things. I was like, this is going to happen. But what did they do? So I, I like that we saw that. Maybe you would have had to have that garage scene sooner in the movie, so it wasn't like an hour of this and then an hour of that. But. I think I was okay with it because the other scene was so beautiful. The other half was so yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I was. I was also ultimately okay with that being the structure. Um, my, my 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 frustration was with like, oh my god, I have to deal with like a the, he's killed this woman and that's really sad. But um, but I think I mm-hmm. like that it they were like they were that they were like yeah let's tell let's tell these two complete sides of this like like and and for me as somebody who was just like excited to see the acting, I was like, well, yeah, now we get to, we've seen, we know that Lucas Hedges is in the movie. We know that Taylor Russell's in the movie. <laughs> we haven't spent enough time with them. And now we, the movie sort of gets handed off to them. Um, you know, and it's a, I don't know. I, the, the rendering of it, I thought was, was nice. She was so sweet, man. And the fact that like, and I knew it, the fact that she didn't have any social, I was like, these people are probably going to like, Call her every name out the book, and like blame her. Like how could like, and the fact that she told Lucas like, you know, I had I had to delete it all. You know, yeah, I had to delete it. Oh, all. and I loved when she was when she was looking through the the um oh. the Instagram, and we just see on on the posts with um Kelvin and and the girlfriend, uh, yeah, that they're just like trashing him. And it was like such a like it was like yeah That's like so real. these it's so it was so real because like, these people don't they don't know what was going on at all. They're, one of them was like he probably beat her all the time, and yeah. it was just like yep. oh uh, my god, like <laughs> you don't know anything, and like now that's the whole internet, the whole internet, the whole world is like yeah. But that's that yeah yeah <laughs> that's the internet. That's what the internet. That's what the internet does. That's what happens mm-hmm. on the internet constantly, daily. We're all guilty of it. People do it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like. 
there's a situation, you know, it, it, you know, it could be like this is a microcosm of what happens on a on a pub like national scale when there's like some situation, some news story that we all read about, and then everyone fills in like, well, this must have happened. It was bet I bet this thing, and this person is like this, blah blah blah, and it's yeah. like. It's just gossip because nobody knows anything. You're just talking yeah. about things that you have no real information about. And and then, yeah, of course that happens like on a smaller scale with this stuff. Like I can't even imagine what she had to go through. And it's so Ugh. cruel because it's like, it's like even if you are angry at him, which makes, I understand that anger. Why are you taking it on the, what's, this, what's the sister have anything to do with it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but that's how people. That is how people are. Could you, you know? imagine still having to go to that school? Like, no, you her, I, I didn't understand why she didn't switch schools. Like, <laughs> I would have left. I, yeah. I don't think I could have stayed in that school. Like, I mean, stay in a school. I mean, this daughter had to stay in the school. Her bedroom connected to her brother, and like, it ha- I'm assuming the timeline is super quick. So, like, his stuff is still in the bathroom. His stuff yeah, is still that mom can't handle it. Yep, the stuff is still in that in that room, and the door isn't closed. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like I, I had one of my friends. His his mother died, and um, every time we went to his house, because he stayed in the house for a really long time, you would go upstairs, and the door would be closed. It was at the top of the steps. The door would always be closed, and it's like, man, this door being closed is still a reminder. I can't imagine still having to go to the bathroom and seeing like the Ben Gay from like when he was playing sports sitting in there or like the trophies across the hall. And you could tell they were close. Um, it was just something so sweet. And the one thing I, I do want to skip ahead because I know we've been talking forever. Um, when she is talking to Sterling when they're fishing, bro, that scene broke That was me. great. That scene broke me, yo. Yeah. That scene, that scene. <sighs> It was so good. Yeah, it was just so much unsaid, and they finally talk about it. They both finally, like, you you know, you realize, like, so she thought it was her fault, and the step the stepmom just blamed the dad, and the dad was, probably did feel guilty about himself, was like, but defending himself as well. Like, that's a, always a hard thing. Um, and you see this dad break it was down tough, in front of I, his yeah. daughter. And, yeah. yeah. And when she like, says, when she's like, if I would have just gotten up, and it's such a, you know, when people feel like they 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 didn't do anything and they could have they they could have done something, they just they there's so many things that you make up in your mind, you know, like anything could have happened if you would have gotten up, not necessarily stop him. No, <laughs> like it could have been but worse. The, but yeah. but the thought it, it could have been way worse. It could have <laughs> been worse. But the thought is. It I would have changed it. I if I would have gone up there, I would have stopped him. And it's like no, any and because she felt like she should have, right? Yeah, right. <sighs> you know, she felt at the time she was like, I should go get my brother because I know he's not in a right frame of mind. But she didn't do anything because she was probably scared of him. She didn't know what to say. She didn't know if mm. she should, you know. And she froze and she didn't do anything. Yeah. And then she felt guilty about it. Ugh, man, that was tragic. I mean, and then they see the dad, um, like, yeah. and, and you know what it is, and I will say this, I've been accused of this before by John, um, like, just, just reaching for scraps. It's like, it's so cool to see this black dad in this scene with a daughter, like, and feel some type of remorse. Oh, that was that And, was like, great. break down, because how often do yeah. we see, like, how, again, I, we don't. We never like, see it. <laughs> he's just this. I've never seen this scene in a movie. <laughs> no, and he's a pilot. And again, this 
something deeper about this, and I noticed we're saying how this movie isn't about blackness, and maybe this is where some of the the the, the black pass up on the script where Braylock uh, was talking about is like there is something about both of these black dudes apologizing for feeling. You know what I mean? Because I feel like sometimes like because you have to be so tough in the world, you have to be pushed so hard. It's like as black guys, you don't necessarily get a chance to be vulnerable. And like these dudes are crying almost almost parallel scenes, if you will, between the 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 brother and the dad. And both times as they are just talking to the sister, apologizing for just like being weak in front of her. You know, like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be talking to you. I'm so sorry. Like the dad is saying this to this daughter. And then you see as she's driving back, he's just looking at her, you know, like that. Man, this movie, yo, the fact that this movie got no love makes me so mad. Uh, uh, I feel like if this movie was like 30 minutes shorter. I mean, yeah, it definitely, yeah, it was long. I don't know. I don't, it's just, yeah, but, but yeah, there was a lot of great scenes. In it. This, that's the thing that I think that's the thing for me ultimately was that this movie had a lot of great scenes, but it felt slightly disjointed. And because there was so much air in it, it was just like, it takes time to get to those things. And, and then I'm like, yeah. But you know, but to be fair, Boyhood got a lot of love, and that movie was exactly the same thing. It was yeah, like, it was like oh, man. some cool scenes, and and then and but like a lot of it was just like I don't need, I don't care about, <laughs> I don't need to see this. Like this is this is pointless. It's like yeah, uh, and that movie got a lot of love. Yeah, like mm-hmm. oh yeah, we recorded it over this kid's lifetime. So, I mean, his acting was good. <laughs> so. <sighs> Um, no one came out of there and was like, "Oh, this is a gr- best act." So, but some people anyway, love that movie. Um, <laughs> what 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 part? What did it? Uh, what did? Uh, I don't know. They just liked it. Man, Sterling um, K. Brown. I will say, yeah. Sorry, no. I'll, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. This movie just made me. Oh, mad. I was gonna say that I do like the end. I like the fact that. <laughs> that the the sister wound up basically doing what she needed to do herself, but did it through, you know, her boyfriend, Lucas Hedges' character was like, hey, yeah, he did some, your fa- father did some really crappy things. She doesn't even say this. We just, it just mm-hmm. happened. She's, she's like, hey, we should go visit your dad. He's dying of cancer. And they go there, the dad. And, you know, he's like, yeah, you don't have any regrets, right? And he was like, kind of. And he cries and they hold each other. And you realize, like, the dad was, like, holding on to this regret of, like, oh, I, like, really screwed up relationship with my son. And then he gets kind of some closure there. And he dies, like, basically the next morning. So there's, like, some forgiveness there, some healing. His life gets to move on. Both of their lives kind of get to move on a little bit. Um, I liked that. I I was slightly confused by... We see her text the stepmom and say, I'll explain. Like, this was really important. I'll explain later. We never get that explanation scene. Yeah. We, I, must, I, don't, I couldn't quite tell if the stepmom, if they then have that scene off screen. And, and that's when the stepmom decides to go and visit visits, um, him in jail. But I also didn't understand. I wasn't getting the sense that the stepmom was the one who was, like, holding back this unforgiveness or whatever. Like, I thought the sister was going to go visit her brother in jail. We don't see that. Yeah. There was a moment where 
where he was in jail and he's like looking at the pic. He was like looking at something. And at first I was like, oh, she wrote to him. And then we see it's like the picture of the girlfriend. And I was like, oh. And, mm-hmm. and then we like quickly see the girlfriend's parent, the, the dead girlfriend's parents like at the grave. I didn't quite understand why we saw that because there was no other context to that situation uh, either. I thought that was just to Did show. Did you get that? I thought, I thought it was a, a, a back way to show that why he's in a maximum security prison to show that he was 18. That's just how I took it. It just, cause I think it was to show like, yeah, I think it was just to show he was 18. That's why he was in that maximum security prison. Like he's in jail, jail uh, with adults. Um, that's all yeah. I took it back. Oh, I just, I thought I got it. I thought we got that already from the court sentencing. The court sentencing was, I, I was like, whoa, it, they, they charged him for second degree murder. They gave him life. Yeah. yeah. Which, I, I, which, feels int- like way intense and he was like this was like he was like technically the sentence is with mercy and i was yeah. like yeah you know and it's like 30 year <laughs> parole which i was like god god like he is a guarantee to spend 30 years he in- will be and again almost I get 50. It. he took yeah i get it that he took another human life but it was like i was like was it I don't know. If there was that there was a thing and this movie doesn't really explore this, so I don't even know if it was necessarily touching on it, but I was thinking about it because we see the parents in the courtroom, they kind of look over like slightly. They, they the other the parents never look at each other, but they hear like this guy's uh the stepmom's crying like the loudest, mm-hmm. right? Um not because she thinks her son is innocent, but just cuz his life is gone. And so now we're like Gerard said, we're we're seeing the witness of like another parents grieving their lives, but we see the other parents and they they don't seem happy. They don't seem they don't they're not like I was just thinking about the fact that like this doesn't it doesn't make up for anything. No. You know what I mean? Like and again, that's like this person needs to face consequences, but there's something about this justice system that's like, okay, so we throw his life away now uh as well. Um, and then does anybody feel better? I mean, because <laughs> you know, cause, like, cause think about is it. The, is the world safer? I, I don't know. I, I you know, it's, it's I mean, just like so the sad. They're all sad now. <laughs> because one of the like yeah. the one of the earliest scenes, besides the scene where like they rush to the hospital, is like the son with their daughter at the daughter's house. I mean, at the girlfriend's house, like happy with the family, having dinner. You know what I mean? Like. They're, like this sucks for everybody because you realize like I mean literally a month ago they were over at the house laughing and joking and having kumbaya you know what I mean um so I think it is very very dire and it's just like um as far as the mom going to the jail I feel like that was the I am very curious to know why we didn't see that scene because again like she was the one who tried to stop him he probably said the worst things to her um then between the dad so I was very curious about that. I think I think the reason she goes to the room though is because the daughter does say like, um, "I explain when I get back." But I just want to say I'm thankful for like you being in my life and you raising me. Like I love you. So I think like that little bit of kindness probably helped the mom a little bit. You know what I mean? Because I mean, at that yeah. point you feel like you failed. Like you feel like you failed your kid. Your kid is in, you know, yeah, um, yeah. And that was, was one of the the yeah. last things he said to her was like, "You're not my mom." Like yeah, you're, you're not like my you. mom. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I but oh, go ahead. Right. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that I, do, I, I get that, but I guess I wanted more. I wanted this thing that the sister did, 
because it was like she was the one who was like it seemed like helping the healing she like her the dad reached out to her got her to talk got her to like actually open up which was nice and then she got lucas hedges to go over you know to the freaking to his father or whatever so i was like i wanted to see her interact with her brother one more time i I yeah. didn't understand why we didn't get to see that because that felt that felt strange to me because I was yeah. like, she's not forgetting about her brother, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it seems like, and at, so, and 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 when he was she was talking to the father, she was like, I hate him, he's a monster, you yeah. know? She's like unresolved. she was mad at her brother, so I wanted to see. I she we she is resolved by the end of the movie. She's like, in the she's literally doing the most indie film thing possible, which is riding down a street on a bicycle with her hands in the air. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like classic, like, ah, and I'm like, all right, she's free now, but we didn't get to see. I was like, so she just got complete release from through. Yeah. Uh, through Lucas Hedges. What do you call that? Which like is odd. Else? Yeah. Yeah. I wish, I wish she, w- I wish it would have ended with the two of them. Like at the prison and her talking, like, it would just like, not even, not even them having a conversation. If the shot was just like, if you saw um, Kelvin behind the glass, or the whole she family said, there yeah. would have been nice, honestly. Yeah, and it just mm. and it it just started with a pickup of the uh, of the uh, of the phone. Yeah, and that'd have been a perfect out. It would have been nice to see the entire family go visit him in prison. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know what the rules are, yeah. but if they could have all been there, yeah, and seen him. Uh, I'm sure there was budgetary restrictions to this, by the way, too. But if they could have all been there, mm-hmm. it would have just been that would have felt. I feel like that's what they were that's what they were trying to do anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that would have been a little bit more powerful to me. Yeah. Know. No. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, listen, Hollywood. I'm gonna just say this real quick. I don't bang with how y'all treating these people. Okay. I really don't. Like, I, like I have no. It bothers me, yo. Like, it really bothers me. It bothers me how we treat. Like, half of these little young white actors, man, legit. Like, we didn't sit here and talk about Lucas Hedges. We didn't talk about Timothy Chalamet. You know, we didn't talk about... Bruh, there is no reason in the world Kelvin should not be getting some of the same stuff they get. It's just, I just don't get it. Like, I really, really don't get it. And I know he has a bit part in um, uh, the new Netflix movie, um, the Chicago 7 or something like that, but he ain't one of the leads. You know what I mean? Like... My man isn't getting his own superhero movies out of this, you know? And I think I think it is because of what... I think that's the thing. I think it's because of what Braylock hinted at. I think because we are not used to sympathizing with Black leads in a way that is very humanistic. Like, I feel like when we have a Black lead in a movie, it is something usually racial. It is something usually drug-related. Or it is something that's like... Uh, what is it? Uh, some white person trying to save the day. What is that movie with Sandra Bullock? Um, you know... The, the football one and she got to go, they helped the little black dude. Oh, yeah. blind side. The blind side, side. But yeah, she won the Oscar and stuff like that. Um, I think it has to be a movie like that, which again is about some type of subservient, like black person. Like we're, we're a slave. Like we're, you know what I'm saying? We're not, we're not normal. The fact that it's so hard to relate to black people on a normal humanistic level bothers me. And it's a thing that until Hollywood has more movies where we can play just a dude as a family man, where we can have the quirky black guy that's in an indie that doesn't have it all together, or you know, the, the girl next door is actually a black girl and not just the blonde cutesy woman who's like, oh, what's happening? It's like that is when things will actually change 
so like when I see these th- these movies, like I know there's superhero movies right now in the fantasy. But when I see like a Yara get to play a Tinkerbell, when I get to see Alice get to play Hawkman, it's like we are now just not making the black version of a thing. We're now black people in the world. <laughs> that is just in the world. When I see like the like they're like, oh, we're gonna do the black version of Golden Girls or the black version of Friends. Th- that's cool. But just have black people in the world of Friends and in the world of Golden. There is no reason that if Friends is in New York, they ain't got one black friend. Not a neighbor. You know what I'm saying? Gunther, the dude at the coffee shop is still white and blonde. Gunther couldn't have been Leroy. You know what I'm saying? Golden Girls couldn't have had uh, uh, Irene. Not one, not one of these little old white ladies had a black friend. Not, they all lived in a house. Man. Anyway. I mean, not to take anything away from this movie, but it made me mad that Lucas had just came in and sort of saved, like he, in a way, you know, allowed I, I Taylor it. Russell to have her released. That was kind of frustrating. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know there was, I know, I know I know. There was a swirl yeah. in this movie and we support that, but like why he had to, like halfway through the movie, a white dude shows up and then shows know. grace. And then we got to, we sort of got to, had to deal with that for a little bit. Uh, I don't that was a little up. frustrating. I don't and I'm, it was like a proxy healing. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and I'm not, I don't do bits anymore. I don't do bits anymore. So I'm just going to say one more time. There's an what? entire... Page <laughs> dedicated to Lucas Hedges. Accolades. I, I'm so mad at this. I'm so listen, and I like, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I like Lucas Hedges. My man can act. He can act his way. I, I would I would watch him read the phone book. I would. I ain't gonna lie. He would probably do some like he'd right. probably be all sweaty. We'd be like, hey. Alexander Armadillo. You know what I mean? And it would be like all like... Armadillo? <laughs> it would be good. I would watch it. <laughs> yeah. The person's name. But I'm saying there's a whole page dedicated to his awards. That's so frustrating to me. I'm so mad at this. No, man, you're not <laughs> so, wrong. I mean, it's... Yeah, you're not wrong, man. He's a good actor. Is there a page dedicated to... Hold on, I'll look. Let me look at Michael B. Jordan. There probably is. I'm a look. But you're right about that. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Whatever you're into, with Amazon Prime, you can go deep. So if you're all about pop right now, you could watch pop documentaries on Prime Video, discover pop playlists on Amazon Music Prime. And if you're really serious, order a rhyming dictionary with fast free shipping from Prime. From shopping to streaming to saving, it's on Prime. Visit amazon.com slash prime to get more out of whatever you're into. 
This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to taste the flavoriest flavor to ever flavor? Mmm. Snapple is ridiculously flavorful. And you can uncap a Snapple real fact with every bottle. Like, cows produce more milk when they listen to music. Come on, leave the ridiculousness to Snapple. And grab one of your favorites that pack a punch. Explore all of the delicious flavors at Snapple.com. All right. Well, as you look, we'll do the cause. Okay, great. Cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. If you think a film fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. If you think it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If you think, hey, I don't know, this movie didn't really help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. All right? Count of three, we're going to do our ratings. Uh, all right. One, two, three. All right. I gave it a fist. James gave it a fist, and Gerard gave it a white palm. I gave it a palm. I'll, I'll, I'll say why. Okay, you go first. Yeah, you you go at the end. I just I gave it a fist because it was like it was the. Uh, I even though this movie wasn't seen by a lot of people, I I do think that these roles for Kelvin and for Taylor are are were very beneficial for their careers. Like I, even though they didn't get the uh, awards or whatever, I do think people know about the film a24 just has this like good track record of these types of movies i i you know i think it was helpful beneficial for them and that's why i gave it this uh same i i just thought the the acting in this was really really good and i just want to see more i mean obviously i personally don't want to see more of these movies because i don't like them but (laughs) i want to see more of these movies being made uh, I also just want to say there isn't a page dedicated to Michael B. Jordan's <sighs> really? awards. It's not a page worth. Fuck everything. Fuck awards. <laughs> Fuck. Well, what award? Yeah. Well, so, yeah, he just doesn't have as many. I mean, like, he has, you know, Fruitvale has a few. Creed has a few. Black Panther. He has a bunch for Black. Black Panther is his biggest. Um, but like Manchester by the Sea and and just every movie that Lucas Hedges has ever done has a nomination. <laughs> so, <laughs> so just, I, mean, I can't believe this. I mean, I gave it a palm. I wanted to give it a fist because I did like it. I mean, I, I think again, I I did enjoy the movie. I think it's good. But and I didn't want to talk about it, but James brought it up. I could not give the movie a fist because of Lucas Hedges's character. I couldn't Damn, do it because of his character. Because of I his whole do it. character, couldn't do it. Because to me, it is something about he didn't. He did. No, I take it back. It is something about like he became a white savior in this movie. He appeared out of nowhere, literally appeared out of nowhere, and then was one of the big factors in changing her thought process. Whether it was by proxy of like her seeing you know, how he dealt with her, with his dad and like her being and her forcing him to do it, you know, being like, all right, um, you should go do this. I will drop. And I understand that was a part of her, but it it is something about even before getting to that point, you know, finally having the freedom, going to like the beach, like going on these drives. Again, if we haven't, if we hadn't seen this in so many movies, I think I would be okay with it. But the fact that this literal white dude, and I know he had like one quick scene early on when like he's wrestling with Kelvin and then another scene when he bumps into her 
and he just appeared like my 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 girl's just sitting there, bro, and he just walks up out of nowhere, and that's it, and that's it, and he's just now around the entire movie. And the thing is, like now, not only do we not see her deal with her actual family, we actually see him deal with his. And whether or not, depending on how you look at it, whether that's not because of her or whatever, but at the end of the day, she decides to deal with her family openly and directly after we have now followed him for a few scenes of dealing with his dad and his family. A dude that at the end of the day, we have not heard about for the first half of this movie. Like, I ain't heard about this nigga Lucas Hedges. Like, why do I, like, cool. Like, why, like, why am I dealing with him and his family? Like, yeah, I feel bad, but like, these niggas went through some real shit. I spent an hour with them. An hour. And now I got to talk about him and his dad. Bruh. So Michael B. Jordan has more <laughs> awards, but he doesn't have a page dedicated to his awards. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> what, all right. what do you say? A page? You're, talk, you're talking, talking about, about Wikipedia? Wikipedia. I'm talking about Wikipedia. Just make a page. If you made a page, it'll be there. Just black people don't make pages for Wikipedia. He doesn't have any Oscar or Golden Globe nominations, and I think that that's, that's the difference. That's wild. That's the no, difference that's is that he doesn't have. And Lucas Hedges does. Yeah, 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 he got he got nominated he, for he, Manchester he, by the Sea. Yeah, it was Manchester by the Sea that did it. But I think I think he also might have a couple others within that. Like it's like Manchester by the Sea and maybe one more. He I'm has sorry his own I'm, about a boy. Yeah, he has his own. He does though. He has his own like he, his movie. His about a boy is called Boy Erased. Yeah, Boy Erased. I've seen that. Which I, the fact See, that he, I told you they all have their own. Yeah, I say about a boy, but it's some. It's just, it's a movie about a boy. There's some movie where boy is in the title. It's it's beautiful boy. It's Boy Erased. Well, you know what? <laughs> you they, know it's Boyhood. You, See, you know? they fucked up. This movie should have been called Wrestling well, Boy. We, the but. The, <laughs> <laughs> if this movie was called, you know, Waves Boy, yeah, Wrestling you know, Boy, Waves you know. Boy, <laughs> Boy in the Burps, Boy in the Burps, you know what I'm saying? They fucked up. Yeah. I honestly think Wrestling Boy or Boy Wrestler, besides being the title of a definitely the title of a porn, um, would be would be interest would would have been would have made more money, would have done better. Boy in the Burps. Black boy. There's something about it. Yeah, they're like, oh, our poor white boy. Our poor white little boys. That's the thing. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anywho. Uh, all right. Well, two back fists, one white palm. Thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You could follow us at Black Man Podcast. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Uh, you could click out, uh, uh, check our uh, defunct uh, Patreon. We have a year's worth of episodes on there. So if you never listen to him hey pay five dollars get a get a listen unsubscribe whatever you want um we do have remember that uh forever dog what is it called forever dog plus we just did an ad forever dog plus baby plus baby plus fd plus there you go yeah just remember that you can listen to the show ad free on forever dog plus yeah and uh you if you give us five stars on itunes we will read your review on the air this one is by, uh, let's see, I don't think I read this. Uh, Pepe La Cruz. Thank you for existing. I discovered y'all from Blank Check and John's episode of Newcomers, and so glad I did. I've been listening to eight episodes a day. Wow. Sitting on my couch all day working from home, and it's been getting me through it. I love a new hilarious podcast oh, okay. that also has tons of 
super insightful takes, especially since 90% of podcasts are just a couple of white dudes. My only complaint is that the episodes aren't daily and two hours long. (laughs) Honestly, I appreciate you. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Um, All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Peace. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all of the latest Forever Dog news. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.